down. I wanted to do it, but like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It was like so many people doing it. And like, you know, I ain't want to monetize it, you feel me? Like, if I would have did it, I would have just like gave him away or something like that. You feel me? But. It was a lot yeah. of that going on, like right after you passed. There was a lot of people that were monetizing. You know, like, I, and like, I'm in that like community, so like, I'm able to see it firsthand, like, Man, so many people was like monetizing off of it. But it was a lot of it was a lot of lines that was uh that was doing it and giving them away too. Like you said, and they were just donating to like the foundation. They want they want really. Why would I? Why why would I don't understand why would I give them away? Like why wouldn't I? Because you're you're artist and you're a fan. And a businessman. That's that's your way of that's your way of of showing honor and like kind of appreciating the the fandom of you and as an artist that's my way I pay my respect is by creating a piece so of I'm art. So I'm not to believe that I'm not an artist now because if I no, had a why shirt so on Kobe on well, him, I'm that? selling that motherfucker. I'm not giving no shirts but away, you're especially more of a businessman than an artist. Okay, and so that's why you, that's your thought. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for being and an so artist, like, seeing it, you don't want to like, and, I, and that's kind of insensitive you know, too. And I <laughs> really. Cut it out, dude. No Stop that shit. You try to profit off of somebody's death. If, if the only reason you're selling it, and the, uh, you're profiting off of his death, because you didn't, you didn't think to make the shirt before he died as a fan. You did it as a, you did it on, on his death because people are gonna now flock to it. The same way as you would as if you was making a shirt for a concert. Point taken. Whatever. Good enough. I can see that. And and so yes. It, it, that didn't play a part in my decision making, Jack. Whatever hot and ready to be sold, then that's what it is. And if it's death, then we'd sell it. That's what it is. That's the and then, like, and like, I was on the fence about it because I'm like, okay, and street, well, we design based off like current events, influence. You feel me? So uh -huh. it's not really, you know, somebody death. You feel me? You could sell a shirt. You know what I'm saying? You know, make money. Like it's just not something I want to do. But I don't knock people for doing it. I'm okay. just not gonna do it. Like I'm not gonna say like, oh, he insensitive to his death or something. It's oh, a yeah. business at the end of the day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I think you gotta have some creative integrity behind it too, though, right? Like, so if you for, take for if sure. you take Kobe's image and you do something really so, dope artistically, so like, what I what I like what people do is like they'll donate some of the profits to you know some type of organization that Kobe was affiliated with. Yeah, fifteen okay. percent. I didn't see any people go as far as like. Is you that know, sensitivity then? They they just they, they'll just mask it. They'll say like I'm only gonna donate three percent. Like you could have yeah, kept yeah, that, yeah. man. So so if you did do a, a shirt, since you said you thought about it, what would that look like? Like what what would your Kobe appreciation or respect? Uh, I actually did like a mock up of one. It was uh Kobe got a picture where he wearing like Chicago Bulls, you know, like yeah. jumper. That's dope. You feel me? I was gonna do I was gonna do that. Get those printed up, but I'm like no. But you did. But you did like you was gonna do some other arti artist stuff to it too, right? You wasn't just gonna take this photo and oh, no, slap it, it on gonna, the shirt. <laughs> no, I was gonna have like some graffiti. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I cropped yeah. out, hit that image, and I was gonna like do a bunch of like his uh, accomplishments on it. Okay. Oh, you yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. So, That's so like you can it. still do that now, right? And so now, yeah. like when you say it was a money grab thing, right? It's not really like that now, right? Now you could be paying homage to Kobe. Now it's been how many years? Yeah, I mean, I guess like people assume that since you let time go by that you as not as, you know, you feel me, as thirsty to grab some right. money, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, and 
And so again, that that would be dope, Jack. I I, w- I would like to see yeah. that. I think the world would like to see some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, y'all saw that picture though, right? With yeah, the, yeah, uh, I see, yeah. Yeah, he got the bulls. It's like a little warm up, like little yeah. shooting shirt type shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was wrong. So. What to do, everybody? You don't know what the fuck it is. Y'all tuned into another Educated Dummies podcast. I'm your boy, D. Jeff, the college dummy. This the OG Naughty. Microphone check. One, two, what is this? And that's the Street Dummies, man. We back with another one. And we got a very, very, very special guest in the building, man. I'm sure y'all know this, brother, but I'm excited to kind of have him in the spot today. Y'all say what's up to my boy, Javante, a.k.a. Vante, owner, creator, director, and founder of Worship 9-5 in the building. My motherfucking man. What's going on, little homie? Yo, yo, what's up, man? I'm happy to be here. You know, I was looking forward to this. Man, what's up with you, man? How you doing, dog? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, you know, just designing, been in the lab, you know, just recently got my latest collection in, so, you know, I'm about to be pushing that, you know. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Working, working. So, so you got some shit coming for, like, get ready for summer, or you, you just um, got some shit? You know, so, I would say, like, fall, winter, okay. you know, I kind of, like, got off the calendar thing, you know, I feel like that's kind of, you know, too traditional and old school, you know what I'm saying, so, like, with me, for example, I just design based off like inspiration and how I'm feeling. So, you know, I may go six months without putting out some. You feel me? If I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. You know. Right, right. Hey, question for you: Would you uh, design a dress for a guy? A dress for a guy? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I know how to separate. You know, what I'm saying what's for me and you know just. Was for my customer or consumer, so you know you what I'm saying? So you could come up with some shit like what Westbrook had on? Yeah, definitely. You what? know, like a kilt, you know what I'm saying? You um, like that shit? Um, it's not for me, but okay. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I so think, you designed it, but you wouldn't wear it? Yeah, for sure, you know. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the business part of this shit here. I mean, I, I definitely, it's on my bucket list to do like a, a wedding dress. You feel me? Like, um, I feel like that would be a good opportunity later on down the road. You know what I'm saying? If some a lady came up to me and said, hey, I want you to design me a wedding dress, you know. I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, tell her no, you feel me, or get, you know, this courage, like, you feel me. Yeah, that's something I'd be interested in. It's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, but it, but and, and, and I think that that's something a little different than actually, uh, yeah. yeah, designing a a dress or a kilt as you want to call it, right? For <laughs> for for uh, you know, the hip hop community. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a lot of things within this culture that was frowned upon, but you know, it grew on people. But and you know, in my opinion, that's kind of going too far as far as you know, wearing a dress, anything without separation of the legs you feel me but um but yeah you know it's, it's funny that you mentioned like 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 the things that was frowned upon about like in fashion right because there's a very very vast history of just like fashion and shit so i'm mm-hmm. kind of curious about like what's your history with fashion like when did you first kind of get into it did you study fashion you know what i'm saying like who yeah like what where did this kind of come from so my introduction to fashion i would say would be like sneakers you know identifying people you know, being interested in the shoes I'm wearing when Let I come me guess, to school. Jordan sneakers. Yeah, for and that's sure. when you was a kid. So yeah, you know, um, you know, me and my siblings, you know, our parents would get us all the mics. You feel me? Like, you know, a lot of kids in the school had mics, but we had like every pair. You know what I'm saying? So, you know that, like, man, you know, teachers and like janitors, and they'd be like, man, like, y'all got the new Jordan. So this had to be like late mid, late eight, me, I'm on bad nineties. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
you know. Um, I remember vividly, like the Jordan 15s, wearing those, the 14s, you know, those. That's about 97, 98, so, yeah. So, why have you tried to design some shoes yet? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, I played around with it on, like, Nike customization. Okay. You feel me? Even when as far as, like, drawing in my sketch pad, you know, for an original, like, silhouette of my own. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's something that I feel like I got to... Like some Jumpmans? Um, <laughs> hey, that, that's that's the Shaq one, right? Yeah. That's, that's his... That, yeah, that's how Shaq looked. <laughs> you gonna have you some Shaqs? Nah. Like, nah, them, you know, those those not really... You know, it's cool to me. You feel me? <laughs> but, you know, I could definitely say, like, as time went on, my, um, you know, my interest for, like, certain type of sneakers has changed. Like, when I was a shorty, it was more, like, athletic. But now it's like a mixture of like casual and like, you know, sneaker. You know what I'm saying? I could definitely say like Kanye definitely, you know, inspired me right. and most sneaker companies to kind of combine the two, like yeah. mix casual with, you know, athletic well. So, so you gr growing up, you that kid that's like, that, that's trying to pick out your own fit for school. You not letting your mama dress you. And I mean, you know, in the beginning, like, you know, we had to wear uniform, you feel me? So. You know, the only way you was able to, like, have some type of, you know, personal style was with your shoes, you feel me? So, you know, I would definitely, you know, choose the type of different shoes I wear. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So what kind of outfits was you wearing? Oh, back then, I mean, you know, like, it was pretty much like what my parents put me on. You know, I would consider them, you know, at the pretty fresh for, you know what I'm saying? At the time, you feel me? Like, I was wearing, like, Fat Farm, Sean John, FUBU. Platinum Fubu, all, all that, the, all, the pop, all the popular black shit. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, you say Fubu, huh? Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? The jerseys. You know what I'm saying? The, like the mesh. You know what I'm saying? You can't be a fashion as a black person and not show some respect to Fubu. Now, yeah. like, come on, man. <laughs> you, know? I, you, you own some Fubu? Do I currently own Fubu? Yeah. Nah, nah. But I have. I've I, I had a, a very rich Fubu collection. Really? Okay. <laughs> Platinum so, Fubu too. Fuck you talking about? I you can know. dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> I definitely say like. My first introduction of clothing specifically was, you know, seeing like my parents dress. Okay. You feel me? I see, you know, wearing a Coogee sweaters and, you know what I'm saying? Just hearing people talk about how expensive it was. And, you know, that's kind of was my first, like, okay, clothes matter. Yeah. You feel me? And, and, and so did, was your, I don't know if your parents was wearing FUBU though. FUBU wasn't really like big in nah. my day. Fubu think, wasn't big. Maybe it got big in y'all. Yeah, day. it was. Yeah, for the youngest, like I don't remember a time seeing my yeah my pops where yeah, he wear Fubu. Fubu, but it Fubu, was more it was like out, though it definitely yeah, was out. I think it was more so like we the younger, the younger kids, <laughs> but like yeah, they was wearing the Sean Johns and right. Fat Farms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, G Unit, a G Unit. Stop uh, it! I say G Unit after Fubu. Huh? G Unit came about the Fubu. Yeah, but you talking I'm, about for people your age? Yeah, I want G Unit. You did? Yeah, I but not Fubu. No, I ain't wear Fubu. Uh, yeah, I ain't wear Fubu. I mean, I seen a couple older guys wearing the G Unit. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> older guys. What I mean, mean older at, guys. I mean, yeah, we didn't wear G Unit like that. I mean, you might have had a tape top or two, but oh, so y'all yeah. didn't wear G Unit? Yeah, for, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I but there was G Unit like that. Was G Unit crazy. You right, yeah, no, nah, I wore G unit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, we was the first people in our school with the G unit sneakers. You know, they was going I crazy. I ain't wear no sneakers, now. Nah. I ain't had no. So Man, I ain't even had, know they had no fucking that's sneakers. I, you know, right? that's what I be telling the younger, you know, kids. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand how impactful Fifty Cent was. You oh, feel for me? sure, for sure. Like you know, they look at them as like a, you know, 
Instagram comedian, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, impactful. What man? Fifty. Very much so. Video. Really? We talking video games. We talking clothes. We talking. You know what I'm saying? Video games? What video games? Bulletproof PS2, man. You gotta, oh, okay. gotta do, you gotta do your research, I man. Hip, I ain't hip to that. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't really impactful to me, the I man, would think. The man had a real video game. And, and so you think he was more impactful than Lil Wayne? Um, I would say it's about definitely the same. I, I just told somebody this. Oh, you know, for sure, Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, had the biggest impact that I've seen on musically like you know what I'm saying like I'm talking like you know 50 cent style you mean um just like who people like wanted to be like like you know 50 had you know bandanas under the hats like you know what I'm saying just his whole aura you know I just remember people wanting to be like dude okay and then Lil Wayne I give him number one. Like I never seen nobody as influential as that guy. Stop it, Kanye, no. cut it out. No shit. Um, as far as Lil Wayne go, like we talking, people are changing their body appearances to look be like this man. We talking nose piercings. Oh. We talking getting dreads. We talking tattoos on the face, like this lean movement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We talking like yeah, the lean like, movement. You know, yeah. we got people, yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like we mixtapes changed by Wayne. Like you know, I don't Wayne, know. Wayne, that's like, so, the case though. So like we speaking on Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Like we speaking on like I would say specifically like you know clothing. And, you know he definitely made an impact musically for sure. You know that transition from like hardcore, you know music to being more like you know yourself. Kanye was like one of the first to do that yeah I I, I, I guess I, I yeah I, I wouldn't rank them like that I think I'll put I'll put Yeezy one Lil Wayne two damn I don't even want to say that shit that Jack and 50 yeah, up in, yeah 50 probably three on yeah, the list. That, yeah that's a yeah that's that's definitely the you know the top three for sure you know what I'm saying um I don't know what made me grab Wayne CD in seventh grade but I think it was you know like I was one of the First Wayne fans of my peers, I could say that. I say the same thing too. First you know, I got I got the CD for Christmas. My parents bought it for me. I'm my, you know, wish y'all Christmas. That's I caught a two Weezy Wayne. Caught a two. Caught a two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you had to go back and listen to the Carter one. Um, yeah, I okay. definitely heard Carter two first. Right. Okay. Yeah. Carter, so yeah. Is that Wayne's best album to you? Um. Mixtapes or studio albums, what you uh, so well, I'm, yeah. I'm all right. Studio album wise, is definitely his best. Carter two, okay. in general, like we combine the two. Um, dedication two is his best body of work. Okay, it's mixtape, Gangsta Grills. Okay. Yeah, you know about that, Naughty. Absolutely, dude. I'm a pirate, dude. I've been doing music a long time, Jack. Yeah. Absolutely, that was one of my biggest sellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, all, all, all of Lil yeah. Wayne shit. Yeah, Every time dude drops some shit, absolutely. Yeah, I'll yeah. be peeping you. Yeah, I like music a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think the music and fashion go hand in hand. I, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know if, uh, if, if, like, like the culture now. I, I don't know what's what, what affects the culture more, 
fashion or or music? What you think? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I would say it's about 60-40 with the 60 going towards music. Music. Yeah, music is very impactful. You know, like, you know, just seeing how much is consumed, you feel me? You got artists with billions of streams and, you know what I'm saying? You got kids like just wanting to be like these rappers, like a guy like NBA Youngboy, for example, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he literally got like a cult following, you feel me? Absolutely. You know, so like, yeah. My son, one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that young, yeah, shorty got a, you know, cult following. Yeah. They, they mess with him. You like his music? Yeah, I'm a fan. Really? For yeah, sure. I can't even You know, he, he one of the young ones that's like, make mature music, you yeah. feel me? Oh. Definitely, he got some records. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to send them to you. And so, yeah, and, and, them out, yeah. I don't know about them either. I did, yeah, I, and so some, I didn't listen joints. to some of them. It just don't. It sounds like uh, kiddyish. That's all. I he got, got a track with Tyler that I do like. I can't okay. lie. He had a track on Tyler's oh, yeah. last album that was pretty. That was yeah, that actually decent. just won a Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so mm-hmm. yeah, okay. It's his first one. But I that's like the only NBA Young Boy song I could tell you for real. Yeah, he got some records, you feel me, where he, you know, expressing his pain, you feel me, he definitely got them hardcore ones that you, you know what I'm saying, probably didn't heard, you feel okay. me, but yeah. So speaking yeah. about these new rappers, man, like, like he's one of the ones that, like you say, kind of has an influence, you know, some of the other, like, uh, Eddie, Eddie's beefing with one of the big Chicago niggas, Dirk and shit, you know, yeah. with that, like, and you've kind of had a bit of a relationship with Dirk. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, he, um, you know, his team reached out and, you know, he, he was uh, one of my pieces, you know what I'm saying, which has been very, you know, impactful for my brand. You so you don't me? have you don't try to have to pick size or nothing like that. It? No, I mean you know, no. I mean, <laughs> he in it for the culture, baby. Yeah, I mean you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I definitely, you know, am loyal to the crib. You feel me? But you know what I'm saying. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At nah, the I'm end just, of the day, talking shit. <laughs> you know, y'all, yeah, definitely. So Lil Dirk, he wore one of your pieces? Oh yeah, you know, he wore it to a, um, he was doing like a photo shoot, you know, and that uh, got me a lot of, lot of traction. Those, How did that even uh, happen? Um, so actually, you know, shout out to my little brother, Avante. You know, he worked at Nike and, you know, um, in Atlanta, in Lennox, you feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? You know, we family, you know, family support, you feel me? Like, so. You know, he be running into, like, these rappers in Atlanta, you know. Okay. You know, he ran into um, Dirk Cameraman. You know, he's chopping up with him, had a conversation, you know, showed him the brand, you know. the ca- You know what I'm saying? The cameraman say, man, I like this, you feel me? You know, I'm going to show it to Dirk, you feel me? And uh, Dirk, you know, he saw it, and, like, man, he like, maybe one of them custom, I'll make these, like, custom sweaters. Okay. And, you know, he wanted one, so I got that done for him, you know what I'm saying? I about, after about a month, I was kind of late on it. I was kind of, you know, just had other things going on, but I eventually got it to him, you feel me? So I'm thankful that he would. So your man wanted a shirt from you, right? And you say, okay, hold on, Jack, when I get some time, I'll get you one. I mean, My man. <laughs> <laughs> My man. You know, that was at that time, you know, I had a you know, bunch of, like, manufacturing issues going on and stuff, so I was really focused on that, but okay. you know, um, yeah, we got it done. You know, about three weeks. You know, okay. Yeah, and so, will. how did that impact the brand? You know, got me a lot of followers. You know, a lot of sales. 
you know, and it, that it like you know people respected the brand. Okay, you know? so when you speak of followers, you mean Instagram. On, on social media, on Instagram. Okay, Correct. yeah. That's, okay, that's the thing now. You know what I what I could definitely say is like at that time, I didn't have like a big local presence. Like, you know, I could I, could, I would say like my brand was like more bigger like globally than locally. You know, cause I built it like via Instagram. You know, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course everybody from the crib followed Dirk. So you know, they man, they follow. Saw him posted. He tagged me. Right. They man, what's this? Oh damn, he from the crib. Like okay. you know, everybody man, we got a cop. Something like, hey damn, you hard? Where you been hiding that? Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And then ever since, like you know, it's kind of my local following has definitely grown a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You had any other Chicago artists? What yeah, um, you know, shout out Polo G. He, you know, he rock with the brand. He done got a couple pieces from me. Um, who else we got? Herb G Herbo. You know, I just got him a a piece about a week ago. You know, he wore one of my varsity jackets. Okay. Um, and yeah, you know that's you know I definitely appreciate them rocking with the brand for sure. So, have you ever thought about being somebody's personal designer? Personal designer, um, you know. No, nah, I feel like that's kind of, you know, it would definitely be something in my, you know, repertoire board, but not to, not specifically doing that, you know. I wouldn't spend most of my time designing clothes for one person. Wait a minute. So if Lil Durk say, hey, I want worship to be the only clothes that I wear, Jack, just focus solely on me. I'm going to wear your shit. You wouldn't want to do that? It, um, it'd be a conversation, but I don't see myself like, Putting my brand to the side in my future, you know, this big company. So does that mean you wouldn't even like maybe take on like a designer job at a at a brand like Versace or Gucci or something? Um, yeah, I would. You know what I'm saying? But that's like, you know, that's that's huge. You know, it's like that's something that can, you know, like help my brand as well. You know, like you being affiliated with this huge fashion house, you know, really helps your your brand like for example like you know Virgil with Off-White you know like Off-White was doing this thing for sure before Louis Vuitton but like when he got that Louis Vuitton job it just made Off-White like more even prestigious you feel me so you know anything within the fashion field that's like one of that's like being at the top of the, the field having a creative director role or a lead designer role that like a Versace or Louis Vuitton so you know, that's something I would kind of have to compromise and, you know, figure out a way to get that done. As, yeah, I, and shit, if, if, if Lil Dirk wanted me to, 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 to only make fashion for him, I would think that that would be good promotion too, right? Because that's the culture there, right? He, he in tune right to the people. Yeah, he would. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, um, shout out Dirk, you know, but, you know, he, you know, like Louis Vuitton and that's just like a totally different that's, like, he said he good thing. right now Steph yeah. Curry voice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so like so tell us about your brand like like what is the premise behind it what what when you first kind of like started okay. worship what was you what, what did you set out to do so my whole brand you know derives from like you know my love for like that 2000 like rock star era Okay. You know, okay. people was wearing like Ed Hardy, like the Von Dutches and shit. Black Label. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? All that kind of stuff. Like Jimmy say he set the trend. 
Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Jim Jones, Jewel's like, those definitely two of the most impactful people, like, fashion, like, in that, sh- like, street, what kind of rap lane, you feel me? Yeah, and, and, and so they kind of, it, it's funny because your your style kind of, like, it yeah. reminds me of how they used to mm-hmm. dress back in the days. I, you know, that's that was my era, and I like that type of shit, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, a lot of my imagery on my clothing is, like, you know, religious Greek mythology, yeah. like, you know, hearts, crosses, you feel me? And, uh, yeah, I could definitely say that's what inspired it, chrome hearts, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, I tried to do like my version of that, you know, 2020, 2020, you know, that's when I like really started really going crazy with it. Um, you know, like for example, you know, like it's a lot of younger kids that's like not familiar with those clothes, like the Air Hardys, and uh, right. which is a big part of my like consumer base, right? Like, you know, I'm able to see the statistics, and a lot of them it's like you know, 18, 19, like. At that time, they was babies, so yeah. they not familiar with it. Right. So I feel like you know, it's I'm one of the people who pose to like you know, you know, get them like some revisionist history, like yeah. let them know like, hey, introduce them to these things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's one of my like main things is like doing is like, you know, nostalgia is like a big part of my design process, bringing things back then and like updating them. Yeah. You know? What is old is now new again. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I didn't go to, like, design school, you know, any Antwerp, anything like that, you know. So, like, my design process is, like, you know, what I make, what I see in my head. And like, so I, that was I, my I, question. How do you determine what's hot? Determining what's hot. So me, for example, um, I'm not one of the people who, like, take something that's, like, existing and, like, continue that trend. You know, I consider myself a trendsetter. You know, I like taking things that's, like, not really popular at the time and, you know, like, doing it my way, you know, doing it, creating, you know, creating my own, like, type of lane. You know, like, um, I was one of the first to do, like, the, you know, the blanket sweaters, the tapestry, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, you know, a lot of my designs have definitely been, like, you know, copied from, like, bigger brands and, you know, smaller brands. Yeah. So what's that like though, right? Like, cause I, like I feel like back in the day you couldn't really do a lot of shit like that because like legalities and like trademarking and shit like that, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, like a small brand like myself, you know, like you don't really have the resources to like do all the legalities. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, me personally, it was just important to me to you know get my name trademarked, my logo. You know, but like designs, you know, I, I come up with designs all day. You know, I'm not finna, you know, go through all this, you know, legal stuff trying to get a, one particular design trademark for a right. shirt or a pant when it's like, you know, I'll be wasting, spending a lot of money doing that. You know, it's just on to the next idea, you know, I'm gonna get them something else to copy, you know. Yeah. So, so you So you don't trademark any of your stuff? Um, nah, and like, uh, like clothing, like designs, nah, me and a lot of other brands don't like, you know, it's, it's time consuming, it's, it's money, you know, you just put it out into the world and people buy it, 
But it's not as big as issue as people may think, you know. Right. Like, you know. So you wouldn't care if somebody like bit one of your your styles or like one of your designs and shit. You know, it's and I've dealt with it before, and it's like, it you know, it lasts like if you angry or something or like, damn, it lasts for like ten minutes. <laughs> so hey, hey, what what would you do if you caught a motherfucker bootleg in your shit? You know, like if I seen somebody like you know, say I walk outside of. United Center or some, you know, see people selling a box of my shirts. You know, I <laughs> I go up to them and be like, damn, like, I'm I'm the designer of this, you feel me? Like, let me get a piece of that, you feel me? See their reaction, you know, but, you know, I'm not finna sit there and flip their table over or nothing like that, you, you know? You wouldn't I, shut the shop down? No, I wouldn't. Man, we shutting the motherfucking shop down, Jack. Make if that you phone with us, call. Hey, if you with us, we shutting the shop down, yeah. Jack. I saw a video the other day. <laughs> it was an old video of Dame Dash. She was in a jeweler in New York. With the Rockefeller chain. With the Rockefeller chain. Yeah, and he walked out with the motherfucker. He's like, yeah. He like, we don't even sell these. We get these out. You know? <laughs> he, like, he, say, he say, who you make this for? <laughs> who asked for this? Right. Yeah. But you say, you, you, you gonna let the jeweler keep the merchandise and sell it and make their own money. You don't even get no fuck. Um, in, in that particular case, like with, you know, these, yeah, that's. Something like jewelry. Macy's got a bootleg shirt in, in the motherfucker. You go in there. You not you not taking the display down? Absolutely. I'll, I'll, well, them that's different. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm calling. I'm calling the lawyers. We get we Absolutely. get some money up out of them. But you know, but, but the little brothers on the street bootlegging you know, your shit, you ain't gonna really have no problems. So that's the culture. That's that's yeah, the culture. Know, boot, that, yes, boot, I agree. That's part of the culture. That's yeah, part of the culture. Yes. You know, like do y'all thing. You know what I'm saying? Like now, if there's something that's continuing on and on then you know i may have to you know step in but you know i ain't tripping on that so with the bigger brands right like so so for like a macy's um what do what does that look like like to get worship in macy's you know what i'm saying is that something that you've ever thought about is that something you want to do no i feel like um i feel like it don't fit macy's in particular i feel like don't fit my brand but like you know the equivalent to that today would be like um um you don't really have any like department like street what but like, like a city sports or like a dtli or some shit. um so for example like Foot Locker, you know they reached out to me and you know we okay. they want to do a collab with me you know we went through the whole process and um like due to some legal reasons it eventually didn't you know come to life but you know they liked me so you know we did some other things, you know, they kept me on the team and we did some projects, but um, for example, you know, I was supposed to create a collection for their homegrown program, which is, it's a program in New York, Chicago, LA, where they're working with local designers. So I got chosen for that, me and some other designers, and pretty much I, my brand was gonna be in Foot Locker stores, you know, um, West Side, South Side, you know, downtown, and, um, yeah, it would have been in that. It would have been definitely, you know, something surreal to see, like, my brand in those stores. Right, right. You know, like, that was something I was looking forward to. So, you know, hopefully we can do something in the future. You know, but, yeah, it definitely something that, you know, I was looking forward and to. And so now, look, about three weeks ago, I was uh, binge-watching The Shy. Right. Right? And on one of the episodes, I seen the motherfucker with a worship shirt on. Oh, yeah. And then I, I rewinded it to, to you know, take a second look to see if it was worship, right? Mm -hmm. I meant to hit you and, and, and say, hey, listen, these motherfuckers bootlegging oh, your God. shit over here on the shot, right? <laughs> and I forgot to do it. But now I'm letting you know the motherfuckers was bootlegging your shit on the shot. 
Oh, nah, nah, you know, uh, shout out to HBO, I believe. But, it's uh, Showtime. It's Showtime. Yeah, it's Showtime. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad to my Showtime family. But yeah, no, nah, that's actually a real worship piece, you know. Okay. Um, one of the young young guys, you feel me? They How you get that? Man, one of the, you know, it was all, you know, man, luck, you know, luck, hard, huh? hard work. Uh, one of the young guys who be shopping with my brand, he just so happened to be up in Saks. Okay. And one of the people who work for Showtime, you know, that's like her job is to, you know, she do the styling for the show. She saw him win. It's a uh, Lil Wayne code I made, you know, the most influential artist ever. All right. <laughs> 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 this Wheezy code in. You know, he had it on. And she, man, where you get that from? And uh, he like, man, it's this brand worship in Chicago. She, yeah, Chicago. She, man, give me his info. You know, so I want to see if I can get something. So, you know, she, he uh, gave her my IG page. She reached out to me and we got it done, you know. You know, they paid for the clothes, you know what I'm saying? We met up and yeah. And then, you know, this was like eight months before the show even aired. So, okay. you know, I'm like, man, when this shit going to come out? But and so that was my next question. How did that go? Did they call you and say, "Listen, we gonna feature your clothes in the sh- in, in in an episode"? Uh, yeah. So she, before she, before she like you know actually even told me like that you know she was gonna go through with the transaction. She like, yeah, this is gonna be on episode seven this season. So like I already had I already okay. knew you know what episode it was. So you know um, you know I already had the su- subscription. Shout out Showtime. <laughs> and um, you know, I was man. It came on, you know, and I was man. That was amazing. That was one of the highlights of my career for sure so far. Right. So right. was that like a, was that like the purchase or the order where you was like, damn, you know, this shit is real, or like, you know, what was the what was the order or the like? Yeah. So um, pretty much, you know, that was one of the things where I could say like, man, I'm really working with these like, you know, big companies like you know Fortune 500 type companies like, you know. I'm really like official, you know. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, that things from here should be like, you know, good. So, so was it any uh, money attached to to your 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 clothes getting featured on the shot, or was it like strictly uh, p- publicity type? Oh no, they definitely pay me well. Okay, you know, uh, more All than right. what the clothes actually cost. Okay. But you don't you get know. like royalties every time the show is aired no. and like that's okay. No, you know, um, you know, they they pretty much pay you well due to the fact of like when you, you know, sign that contract, you know, I made sure I read it all and all that, that they can use like the the images from those clothes and ads, you yeah. know, commercials. Gotcha. So you know, they own like forever. Yeah. You know, they don't need my permission, so you know, that's yeah. why you got to get compensated well for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was a business, man. And so now, did you, you, you went to school to, 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 to figure out shit like that? No. Nah, you know, everything was pretty much on the fly for me. Like, you know, um, you know, I could definitely say, like, you know, the household I grew up in, having brothers and, you know, my pops, you know what I'm saying, being a businessman and, you know, like, in our household, we pretty much was like just like hustlers. Like, you know, we was taught to go get it. Like, you know, and like we ain't want like no mediocre life. Like, you know, so we gonna try to do the best best we can and make things happen for ourselves without without going to without, school. Yeah, like you know, for me, like you know, I tried the school thing, but like ultimately, like it was just it just one for me. 
you know, which I kind of knew that because, like, I wasn't, like, the best student, like, in school. Right. You know, like, my patients just want that to, like, you know, sit there and, like, just, you know, learn on somebody else's time. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, also, like, it's hard for me to, like, really, really care about stuff that yeah. I'm not interested in. And so, back in the day when I was in school, you can always tell an artist that was in the class, right? And the, and yeah. the way you told the artist that was in the class is because they sit in the back of the class yeah. and all they did was draw all day long. <laughs> they yeah. ain't do no work or shit, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what you did? No, no, uh Nah, that wasn't me. My version of that would be um, getting fresh. Okay. You know, like, you know, I definitely stood out amongst my peers when it came to clothes. And, like, my friends always, they like, man, we knew you was going to do something with clothes. Like, you was just always flea. You know, like, you was fresh. Like, you always okay. had things before people got on it and shit. Okay. What makes a person fresh, though? Um. That's a good question. I'm glad I'm on this platform to talk about this. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Let's go. I want to hear it. All right. So what makes a person fresh is having your own identity. You know, like um, just, you know, it's not a matter of dressing weird or, you know, wearing too a lot of designer. To me, I can see a person and be like, man, like dude got his own identity. You feel me? The clothes definitely got to look good. But, like, you know, it's definitely something that's, like, you know, it's 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 kind of subjective. You feel me? Or like, what's your, you know, as long as you stand true to yourself, you feel me? Um, you know, like me, for example, right? Like, you know, um, I like nice clothes that's not loud. You know, like, not with a lot of monograms. You know, it's with me, it's about fit, the way things fit. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, the wash, the colors, you know, it's like that, you know. And so do you like dark colors or, or vibrant colors? Dark, you know, like, as you can see with my clothes that I design, mm -hmm. it's mostly black and, like, wash grays and, you know, Pantone colors, like yeah, that kind I of stuff. That. You, know, you know, like, I don't got no yellow shirts or, like, no. Do you plan on doing some colorful shit? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, if I'm inspired to, okay, okay, you know, it's like I say, like my design process is inspiration. Like, right. you know, I may take a trip somewhere and then see, get inspired by all the colors. Gotcha. Like, man, and so, gotta, you, do you think it's a difference between drip and fashion? Difference. Um, was it the same? Like, what, what, what is, what is drip? I hear motherfuckers talking about drip, and I, I think it's fashion. It's really the same thing. You know, drip is just a more modern word for like, you know, he fresh or okay. you know, he fly. You know, um, you know, you got the people that's like, you know, what they would say like he real, he got that real drip. Them like the guys like that. You and know? so I thought, I thought, I always thought it was jewelry. Nah. Okay. You know, so it's everybody just... don't got you know the money to like buy the crazy jewelry. Okay. But you know, like you know, my my you know, shout out my brother Trail, like you know, he, you know, y'all see him, he always designed it down, like you know, that's what people would consider like drip, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, you know, gotcha. He, yeah. The latest designer type shit is the drip. Yeah, that's okay. what that that's what many people consider the drip for sure. You know, um, like me for example, like you know, you know the people within like the street, what fashion community kind of got their version of what drip is 
And then yeah. you got like the people who like, you know, the consumers, they job they just really like buying the clothes. And you so know, my they next got question, version. right? And so that was my next question. If I had on some worship, would a motherfucker say, "Dude, drippy"? <laughs> um, I, I was, I was gonna say you drippy. Period. Drip, I don't know if that's the. I don't know how does it work? Phrase. I don't know would if I that's the drip? phrase. <laughs> <laughs> drippy. So I, like me, for example, like you know, like due to my background, like you know, living, you know, like in the hood, and also like living like in the suburbs, it's like I kind of had the like privilege to like kind of combine those two things. You know what I'm saying, like combine those two worlds because like if my demographic of customers is very diverse right i got you know white black hispanic younger older people wearing my clothes you feel me because i never wanted to be a brand that catered to one specific audience you know like it was that was that was a big thing for me you know i never wanted to just be only people in this area wearing my clothes only people in this area you know, and then like, you know, you came to my pop-up, Naughty, you feel me? Like, you know, I had people of all different races. And yeah, yeah, I felt comfortable in that motherfucker. I yeah. thought it was gonna be a bunch of thugs in that motherfucker. Uh, I get in there and it was nice and comfortable. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, we had the, you know, all type of, you know, we had, you know, those types, you know, we had the fly guys, the weirdos, what people yeah. consider weirdo yeah, dresses. Like, you know, I'm the person I feel like is able to bring all those worlds together. Yeah, you know, and that's like one of my goals. I, 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 and so I, I didn't think that I was going to find anything in there for me because yeah. I felt like it was, I mean, you know, no disrespect to the weirdos, right? But it just wasn't my style. I thought it was going to be a bunch of clothes like that in there. And it mm. wasn't. It had some, mm-hmm. you know, some jogging pants in there for me, some yeah. T-shirts and shit in there. Yeah, it was it was nice shit. I think it was, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I, I think that you were, uh, you, you catered to a, a bunch of different uh, yeah. age groups also yeah correct you know um you know with my upbringing like it lets me let me show me like damn the world just the world is big much bigger than this area and just that area like you know it's a lot of a lot of people that like a bunch of different things so you know you want to make stuff for everybody right feel me? right so speaking 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 about where you was from right where you from oh you west side austin area austin know, area l town yeah L-Town? Yeah. What's L-Town? L-Town. You know, Laramie, Lockwood, Latrobe, Laurel, Long, Leman Town. Oh, all that. that's L-Town, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All those, yeah, you know. That's that's the first I've ever heard of that shit. I've always heard of K-Town and Out West. Yeah, I've never, never heard of L-Town, never, M-Dub. No, never, never heard of that. Never, for real? Never. Oh, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, you tell your age now, that. OG. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, it was Out West. That's where Out West was. All that shit is Out West. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. all I... Oh, so K-Town wasn't out west, though? K-Town is west, but it's not out west. Uh, we just considered out west, the uh, L-Town out west. Closer to Oak Park. I, I I don't know if that's even the case. It's just out west. <laughs> that's it. If we, if anybody was going out west, we knew where we was going. Okay, do it. past motherfucking western, everything is out west. And so you could be right. I, again, I've never heard of L-Town. But oh, shout man. out to L Town anyway, yeah. Jack. <laughs> yeah, shout out to L Town. Okay, so you you was born in L Town? Is that born and raised? Yeah. Was fashion a big thing over there when y'all were growing up? Yeah, just like you know, people were like you know, yeah, definitely people were what most people I was for. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot pelle- of pellies and shit. Pellies, yeah. you feel me? Like, white tees. 
Yeah, that was, was y'all a, doing yeah. white tees. Yeah, it was, okay. a, it was a period. You know what I'm saying? Like the tall tee era. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um, Did y'all crease y'all pants? Um, Heavy stars, nigga. Yes. <laughs> Did y'all was, do that? that? Was, yeah, that was like more of like earlier. Like I was a real shorty. That like, was my era. Yeah. Yeah. By the uh, time high school started, we was out of that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, thankfully, you know, around <laughs> two thousand seven people started to wear like more fitted clothes. And and so I guess you're a fan of this fitted shit. Y'all done made me start dressing weird now, man. I just yeah. wanna wear some Boy, loose shit old. now. <laughs> right, fitted, but that's really not I'm the style like, now. I gotta wear some fitted shit. What type of shit is this, I'm man? Be honest, like, you know, I'm not like I'm normally not biased with fashion, but I could definitely say like fitted clothes definitely just look more better. You know, yeah. then some big 42 jeans. Like, it, it's crazy that I wear a smaller size now than I did when I was a shorty. Nah, for real. Like, <laughs> I remember when, like, you know, my parents getting to be 2X shirts. Right. You feel me? It's 36 like pants 36 pants. It's like, <laughs> yeah. now I'm like medium large, you know, yeah. 32. And like, so you wearing your true fit clothes my true now. fit, you know, like. Yeah, the big, the back, the big clothes just don't. Yeah, I, I, I guess. And so, I, one thing about it is when I, when I have on the fitted shit, as you call it, I definitely feel younger. Uh, uh, I feel more fit. I don't know if that's the case, but I definitely feel like I'm a little bit more fitter. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say? Would you, you, you know, you prefer the tailored like fit look? I. Th- yeah, I don't want to say that shit, but yeah, I am becoming a fan of it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to like the, the, you know, I ain't embraced it all the way. I ain't got no tight fit like jeans. What you wearing right now? I consider, I, I mean, you know, fitted. Yeah, that's what it is, exactly, yeah. right? But the jeans, I can't do the jeans yet. I ain't, uh-huh. I ain't into the jeans yet. So can't it's a difference it. between like, like fitted and skinny. I think, oh, I think there's a big yeah, difference, a difference between like, like slim fit and like, yeah, like definitely. tapered jeans and like skinny jeans. Definitely. Okay, so, so I'm talking got, about skinny jeans. I don't want to fuck with skinny jeans. Yeah, they right. end up like male leggings. You got like, uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, you got. I, I would say the fits are like, you got skinny, you got slim, and you got straight, and you got baggy. You know, I'm more like I don't really do the skinny. I'm like a slim. You know, I'm, I'm a bigger guy. Like I can't do like no tight. Pants, like and so back tight. in the day, you would probably wear a baggy fit. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. more so that's straight leg. Yeah. You know, some big Avarex jeans or something. Yeah. That's like baggy. You feel me? So, right. You know, um, Avarex jeans with the Pelly and Buck fifty. Yeah. I remember though. I remember Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yes. I remember like um, my first time seeing some fitted jeans, and I remember I got this like my parents bought me this Jabot fit for Christmas. I'm like, man, these pants tight. But you know that eventually end up being like the style. Like I ain't wear them to school or not. I'm like, man, these pants tight. It's like probably like oh five, oh six. This is right before the trend started. Mm-hmm. But then I remember like oh eight came. I must have found them pants. I'm like, yeah, they yeah. was they was on to something with these. Yeah, Jabos was going on. That was a nice style back in my day. Yeah. Strap pants, the yeah. Jabot straps. Right, exactly. Yeah, that was that man. Those was huge. Yeah. You know. There's been some talk that they was gonna like bring it back. You know what I'm saying? They was gonna like revamp it on some like Fubu shit, the strap. Yeah, um, a couple like Instagram brands like you know kind of like jacked the Jabot straps, so that probably like discouraged them from bringing it back. Uh, like, okay. okay. They done made some money doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like just off the nostalgia, I feel like you know, right sale, now, right. That's, yeah, right now it's yeah. it's booming. Yeah. Like Pelly coming back, they about to release their uh, first collection this October. Okay, they bringing the coast back, you know. Um, yeah. 
and they getting like the you know a side rockies and those type of guys is like the right. influences look, for look at what happened with champion you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah. ava rex ava rex came yeah. back they in like saxon fifth and barney's now yeah and so that's coach. that's the wild part right is that the like some of these brands were like affordable and now it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? they totally priced out of the yeah. demographic the that hype, they started the hype era. Yeah. that's what it is you know what i'm saying like have you ever reached out to some basketball players or any athletes for that matter right to kind of rock your shit um as far as reaching out no but like thankfully they found me okay you know um shout out tyler hero you know his his guy one of his boys you know tyler hero was scrolling on instagram and he seen one of my pieces and um you know he had one of his team you know one of his guys on his team reached out to me you know told me he wanted a piece and you know eventually i got that done for him he wore to the you know to the game he actually wore a couple times like normally you know, athlete, or at least we see, like, there's, you know, you'll see him wear your stuff once. Right. I seen multiple pictures of him wearing it on multiple occasions. How so. you know he ain't getting more than one? Because this is my piece is unique, man. You say he bought one real when it got a bootleg? <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, this, I ain't saying that. <laughs> yeah, these, yeah, these pieces can't be duplicated. Yeah, there you go. You know, so, yeah, he wore that. Um, also, who else? Dame Lillard bought something from me. Uh, Jalen Brown, you know, um, you know, shout out Trill, company Trill, like, they pretty much told me, like, you know, that they DM them. Trill is a marketplace that sells my clothing. Okay. The streetwear marketplace. So okay. They like, yeah, Damian Lillard and Jalen Brown bought some stuff for you. Man, how do that shit feel, man? You have motherfuckers reaching out for your shit like that. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Like, you know, it makes me feel like, of course, I'm doing the right thing and that my vision is working you know sometimes as a creator you kind of get this sense like man do i need to switch it up or you know is this not working the right way that i wanted to but like you know seeing those athletes and rappers well my stuff is like you know it's a proof proof of concept that it's working absolutely and to go along with the sales you know yeah. so yeah it's a great feeling because the you know another big thing is like man these guys got the resources to buy clothes from anywhere right you know, they can people get them stuff for free. Yeah. You know, to just to see like them spending money with me. You right. know, up and coming black owned designer yeah. feels good. Yeah. I know Jalen Brown. He big on that. You know, shout out him. He big on like you know supporting our people. Dame Absolutely. too. You know, they be you know supporting black owned brands and stuff. So. Yeah. So know. so so give me a give give me the uh, a, a day in the life of the CEO of worship. All right. So, you know, I wake up. You know, make me a bowl of cinnamon oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ones in the packs, you know, you just throw it in a bowl, fill it, fill it, pack it up. Okay. Smack that on two minutes. I go to my laptop, check my emails, see if I got any customers that's inquiring about their orders or, you know, about size and anything like that. You know, then I go to my dashboard and then see, you know, if I got any sales. You know, um, after that, you know, if I do, I ship, you know, get ready to ship all that out, packaging, and then I'll spend the later parts of my day, like afternoons, designing on YouTube, watching, you know, videos, you know, um, it's it's this series on YouTube called Thread Education. I think y'all should check that out. You know, they pretty much give like a bio, bio on like all designers, Virgil. 
Hedy Slamine, okay. you know, Issy Miyake, like, you know, it just show you, like, these people was once in a position like me. They weren't always where they was. Right. And, like, that just gave me inspiration to keep going and, and give me design ideas and all yeah. that. So, yeah, a lot of my day is spent on YouTube, Adobe, Illustrator, so Photoshop. How many, hours, how many hours in a day you focused on your business? Uh, um, I would, you know, this might sound cliche, but it's like you, re- you literally working 20 hours, like, you know, 18, 20 hours because, like, I'm always in my phone on Instagram checking content. You ain't going to tell DMs. me you're working 20 hours now. So that means that you're only sleeping four hours a day? Um, Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, like four to five days out the week. And, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm up. I wake up 6 a.m., 7, and I go to sleep, you know, about three. Three in the morning, you just see two, three, yeah, yeah. And so you know, you know, throughout that time, of course, I didn't took took a nap. Yeah, I got you. You yeah. know, eight, but you know, for the most part, I'm on Instagram checking DMs. I get hundreds of DMs a day. Yeah. So what's the yeah. Instagram? How can people keep up with you? Um, at Worship Nine Five Instagram, website Worship Nine Five dot com. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's where you can purchase my latest products. And all that. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Is that where your that, that's where your store is on Instagram? Yeah, um, I have a no. I have my own website. Also, you know, my products can be purchased at you know, Low Heads. That's a streetwear marketplace. Can be found in Congruent Place. I'm sorry, Congruent Space. It's a store in Chicago on the West Loop. Okay. You know, they carry my products as well. Mm-hmm. So before you decided to do full time worship. What 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 was life like for Vontae? Um, life for me was like you know, at the time I was working, you know, like um, I was working for like ComEd. Hey man, you still owe me some shit, dude. Oh yeah. You still I owe do. me some shit, dude. You still owe me some shit, man. You gotta go back over there and get my shit, man. Hey, you know, like <laughs> hey, we gonna keep this on the low, but all right, I, all I, right. you know, I got some. I left with some stuff. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> go ahead. That I paid for. <laughs> So, you know, I'm going to get you right. All right, my man. You've been telling me that shit for five years, Jack. Yeah. What I could definitely say, though, is like, man, um, just seeing what I was at at that time and now, it's like, it's you know, it's crazy. You feel me? So, you was working at ComEd, huh? That was a yeah, decent job. I, I felt like, right? It's a decent job, but it, you know, it's, you know, it was settling for me. Okay. Just knowing how, like, you know, the type of ideas I had. So when was you just like, all right, this ain't it? Like, like you know, what was that process like? When did you finally make that decision? All right, so what happened was, like, we all know, of course, you know, my, my brand was established in, like, 2017. So, like, from 2017 and 19, I was working at it when I can. You know, I had to, you know, spend most of my time, you know, at a, at a job. So, of course, the Still pandemic the pandemic yeah. happened. You know, we weren't working. So I was able to dedicate all my time to my gotcha. brand. Okay. And then, you know, that's when it took off. I created these, like, skull jeans, you know, ideal I had based up on, like, the Evizu design. Remember the Evizu jeans mm. that had, like, the paint on the back? The E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did basically, like, 
a skull skeleton denim skeleton print on the back and man they know went crazy like you know i had some money saved up to do like you know some manufacturing i found my manufacturer on instagram you know luckily because it's a lot of scammers on that now like i didn't i know people that didn't got finessed out of thousands of dollars really? from instagram yeah fake instagram like manufacturers and stuff so you know the guy i found happened to be legit you know he was a guy from new york from viet he from vietnam he moved to new york somebody told you about him or you just did your own homework um he found me um he dm'd you i was gonna say that might make that might make me a little bit more skeptical yeah so you know of course you got to do your due diligence and like scrolling through their page to see if they got any like content that's like showing they work right but like nowadays that don't mean nothing they just be stealing other people images but at at this time it it won it won the big (laughs) thing like making clothes one like as big as it is now now everybody got brands like yeah everybody got their own manufacturers like manufacturers reaching out to people um so yeah you know he reached out to me and he like you know i showed i sent them my design you know i made me a mock-up and um I posted it, you, you know, shout out my boy Don, one of my best friends, he was in Atlanta, you know, and this is true about Atlanta, where like, if you're in a creative lane, yo, whatever you're doing, it accelerates, like it's faster. Whether you make, whether you make music, fashion, because yeah. the thing about Zaltel was different from here, it's like. Especially for black creatives. Right. For sure, it's like, you know, they not in competition with one another. Like, I noticed up here, like, people in competition, like, whether you make music, you sell food, you know, anything, you're doing a podcast, like, you know, people don't want to work, they, man. Man, it's a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest in Atlanta. You go into a store, hey, put this in there. Don't get me wrong, there's people up here that'll do it, but in Atlanta, them people, they more generous, like, you know, you you do hair, like, anything, people, man, hey, I got you, come do my hair, let me work with you, like. Do a pop up at my store. Hey, let's do a let me do a, get a feature like that's big out yeah, there. So my brand took off there. You know my boy being out there, him pushing a brand. Right. You know I made a name for myself out there. So I gained me a following. Then eventually I got the pants manufactured. Took a couple months. I got discouraged. I'm like, man, this stuff take this long. Did he steal my money? Mm. <laughs> eventually he started sending me pictures of the clothes being made. I'm always oh, real. Okay. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, got done you know i was introduced to these high shipping fees from out the country <laughs> yeah hey it's know. crazy because like you it sounds like you were kind of in a sense lucky that you didn't necessarily have to shop around for manufacturers because like i was telling naughty the other day like man you got some really comfortable clothes and i think that's a big thing in fashion you know what i'm saying if you got some shit that niggas like wearing it looks good and it's comfortable you know what i'm saying yeah. that's important but like like big on quality like you know Got a lot of peers that's designers, and you know they don't really care for it, you know. But like, and they customer may not even notice. But me personally, you know, I'm big on like how things fit. Yeah. The comfortable, like I need that stitch in here in a place where people might not even notice. But for me to be comfortable with releasing it, you know, I gotta need that, you know. Right. So to, to put the name worship on it, Jack has got to feel a certain way. Got to look a certain way, feel a certain way, feel it, fit a certain way. I can dig it. You know, people tell me like, you know, my boy, my one of my models, dad show. He told me like, hey, I be when I see some when I see some 
I know it's worship. Like right. if you ain't showed me yet, right. I can see it out. Yeah. Like that's what I say. That's worship. So where you come up with the name from? Um, so I was looking for like a name, of course, that like kind of fit within like um, you know, that whole like religious Greek mythology, like imagery, you know. And I was trying to like find another word for like, you know, like homage, you know what I'm saying? Like something to like you know, pay your respects, you right. know what I'm saying? I'm like, worship that stick, you feel me? Okay. And like the nine five that came from my little brother, Terrell, you know, he, he he passed since twenty seventeen. You know, so it's worship nine five. You know, put that on up for him. Shout out to Terrell. Yeah, you know, he was definitely like somebody that was fresh, you know, especially for his age at the time. Hey, did Lil Wayne influence him? For sure. Absolutely, uh-huh. he Absolutely, did. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, he did. You know, that's where his nickname, Tune, you know. <laughs> that's, you know, got that from Wayne. Like, you know, um, you know, me and him for sure put people on, you know, in our hood. So um, what's the difference? Is it a difference between worship and worship 9-5? Um, it's the same thing. You know, it's just, it's one of those things like, you know, a rapper having two names, whatever you want to like, Lil Wayne, Wheezy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever, That's whatever, exactly what you know, I was thinking. <laughs> whatever you want to, pref- whatever you prefer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, uh, so tell me a little bit more about your brother. Like, was he a big part of, I guess, creatively before it yeah. took off? All my brothers, like, you know, uh, specifically my like my little brother, like, you know, of course, like when my other brothers moved out, they went to college. You know. You know, it was really just, like, us in the crib. So, you know, we spent a lot of time, you feel me, like, shopping together. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, like I say, me and all my brothers, like, you know, we was, man, really heavy into clothes, you feel me? Like, you know, that was a big thing for us, getting fresh, you feel me? My little brother, like, what I can say for sure is, like, I definitely took something. Like, all my brothers, like, I took something from all of them, like, clothing-wise, like, I remember my little brother Terrell, like, he was really the one of the first ones to, like, really show me, like, how the skinnies, like, fit, like, how they fit. Because I, I wasn't taking that risk, you know what I'm saying? That's right, wearing the skinnies. But him, like, I know that one for me. So, like, you know, of course, him being inspired by Wheezy, I'm like, man, those don't look that bad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They not as skinny as I thought, you feel me? So, I'm like, man, okay, you know. You know, I could definitely, you know, start wearing these, and like. Um, so know. would you design some skinny jeans, like some, some oh, I got, skinny jeans? Yeah, actually, the jeans I made, the skull jeans, you know, was was skinnies. Okay. okay. You know, like um, that's an example of me, like, you know, compromising and saying, like, okay, even though I'm not the big fan of skinnies, like other people are, right. so I'm, I'm gonna meet them somewhere in the middle. Right. You know what I'm saying, and you know. You know, like do and, that and, you, and obviously that's some of your favorite jeans. You, you know, you just talked about. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll say you like it the jeans. Those <laughs> pants then got me to a big part of where I'm at right now. Okay, you know, so yeah, for sure. Okay. Right. Yeah, and um, you know, back to like you know my my brothers, like my brother J Man. He like you know he not like really in. He not the crazy about getting fresh, but like you know he really into like the athletic well. You know, like, so, you know, him, you know, that made me, like, see, like, this is a lane, you know, that you can be, like, you know, it's people that, like, really just don't really care about getting fresh, but, like, 
you can still be fresh in your way wearing like athletic athletic well yeah. and like my brother trail of course you know you know he known as like one of the fashion gurus you feel me like he was like you know consistent with getting fresh like you know so that you know that inspired me a lot as well like you know getting fresh is a lifestyle you feel me like because you know he you know consistent 10 out of 10 you know fits like you know so yeah, yeah. so what's next for worship where, where, where's the brand headed next where, where, where are you trying to go um next for me is like scaling this thing you know financially and um just becoming bigger in general so like that would consist of working with more of my peers, you know, doing collabs, you know, um, working with these big companies. Um, in my way, though, you know, you get a lot of brands that like work with these big companies and these companies just swallow them. They, they lose, they, you know, they just lose they what they believes about, what they believe. And, um, you know, just becoming a household name and one of the, you know, Best streetwear designers out here. Yeah, yeah, you definitely on your way, man. Mm -hmm. I saw some shit the other day on IG. Um, Dame Dash was on the All the Smoke podcast, and he asked Steven Jackson a question, and it, it, it really. And I want to ask you because it, it kind of feels like the same shit. What's your dream? That's a good question. So, my dream is to. My ultimate dream is to be in a position to be able to like take care of my family you know, put them in position to, you know, do what they want to do. And, like, I'm talking cousins, everybody. I was just going to say, it's a bunch of you motherfuckers, too. Yeah, yeah, every, <laughs> everybody. So that's, like, my ultimate dream. I want to see everybody being able to wake up, live comfortably, yeah, and do what they shit. want. You know, like, that's, 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 you know, that's good. Right, right, right. So but, like, but, like, what's your dream? Like, what do you yeah. want to do to... So like, you know, within my field, a dream for me is to, like, become a creative director at, like, a fashion house, like, you know, Gucci, you know, Louis Vuitton, or, like, Off-White, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't really understand that because why can't worship be one of those Gucci's or, what so, you know, these... So it can, you know, it's just, like, as a creator, that's, like, that's, like, a... Being a designer is like, that's like winning the lottery. When you can work for, can like work at another company and like incorporate your ideas into theirs. Like, just imagine like me, like, of course I want worship to be like on the level of a Gucci or a Louis Vuitton, but it's like, as a young black man to take over Louis Vuitton or like Gucci, like, that's huge, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's, that's that's some different shit. That's, that's okay. different, like that's you know. That's some Virgil shit. You feel me? Like you know, he had his brand off white, which was like you know, one on that level yet, but like it was big, like it was right. already in Saks, Neiman's, all you. these designer stores. Yeah. And <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> and a person would say like, "Man, why would you go get that job at Louis Vuitton?" It's like, like, do you know where I came from as a streetwear designer printing on shirts in the basement yeah. on Gildan tees? Like, Louis Vuitton it's offered me a ultimate, job. It's the big leagues. You feel me? Like, Louis Vuitton offered me a job. Like, I need, I got to do that, you yeah. know? And I could still and, run. And now it's going to be worshiping Louis Vuitton. Yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, 
I'm sure I'll get that one day, but I'm gonna definitely put in the work. Absolutely. And if I don't, you know, I ain't gonna be devastated. You feel me? Like, oh no, we no, we claiming that shit right here Absolutely. on the Educated Dummies podcast, man. It's gonna be, if, if that's what you want, it's gonna be you know worshiping and Versace, worshiping Louis, worshiping Gucci, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we gonna still get the exclusive when it happened. That's right. <laughs> For sure. So yeah, I appreciate that. You know, but. Yeah, you know, I'm definitely, my main focus for sh- definitely right now is worship, you know, um, getting that to where it needs to be. And then, you know, when those things eventually come, I'll be ready for it. And so you what's know? the next collection you got? You you got a, 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 a spring collection coming soon or a fall one? What what can we expect to see? So, you? you know, I honestly don't know. You know, it, something going to hit me. And, like, it may be tomorrow, maybe tonight. You know, something going to hit me, like, I may see somebody riding down the street. I may get inspiration from that. I may see a video. You know, I get inspiration from the weirdest places. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, I seen my granddad. You know, he, um, you know, real handy. Like, I just made these carpenter pants. You know, they basically like, y'all seen them like the Dickies. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know, he always wearing those. I'm like, man, if those was like more fitted, like those would be hard. So like, that's what I did. I pretty right. much seen, I revamped them and made them more fitted, added some zippers on the inst- at the bottom, you know. And, and so yeah. is that the weirdest place you didn't got some inspiration from? Um, Let me see, let me see. Um, I can't think off bat, but man, I didn't got some inspiration from some weird, the weirdest places. You know, I didn't. I know for sure. I, I'm gonna just give y'all examples. Like, I didn't get inspiration from like a conversation with a woman at the time that I'm having um, grocery store, seeing a, a particular color of a food, like a fruit or a vegetable. Mm. I'm like, man, that'd be a nice hoodie wash color. You know, okay. stuff like that. So, I can dig it. yeah. Is there any like one place that when you struggling to find inspiration that you kind of go to? Yeah, so when I'm in like a you know creative blocker, I just just not hitting for me. What I do is like I pull up old collections from old like 2001 Prada or like 2004, you know Supreme or something like that. Yeah. Because like I say, one of my go tos is nostalgia, like bringing things from back and then. So and so now check it out. Back in the 70s. Uh-huh. It was kind of the same kind of style, right? Yeah. So have you went back to the seventies yet and kind of grabbed some style from the seventies? From the seventies, I probably have unintentionally. Right, but like, you ain't know. Okay. I, ain't, I ain't know, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Check that out. I'm trying to think, like, um, oh uh, yeah, like the varsity jackets I just released, like you know those been That's around. Those, yeah, high, them the coolie high jackets. You there know, you go. with all the patches. Yeah, there you go. You know, like. You know, of course, my... Shit, is that the... Yeah, that's the 70s. Yeah. You know, of course, like, our experience from those are different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but like you said, it all comes from, like, it was... that's Those was huge in, like, the 70s. Yeah. Matter of fact, my mama's favorite movie, like, Grease. You know, like... Oh, um, shit, that was, that was the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grease. <laughs> like, um, that Rydell High cardigan. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Like, y'all want to redo that. Yeah. You know, like, that's an example of like, yeah, something I get influence from. Yeah, with exactly. that R on it, that color red and white, that's yeah. 
you know, I'm gonna find my way to revamp that and make it more modern and, you know, street. Yeah. I dig it. I'm looking forward to that because I like uh, I like the the cardigans and the varsity jackets. I like I like old school style, but like with a with a modern flip. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's kind of one of those like I get bothered when I see something that's not. I feel like it's not complete. Or that can be done <laughs> a different way. Like you ain't flipped that right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like that with music. Those samples. carpenter pants, for example. I'm like, man, them pants raw, but they just baggy as hell. <laughs> you know. But of course, they gotta be that way. Like guys ain't finna be working. Right, you can't work with. And no, no, yeah. no slim tight pants. Right. So, you know, I'm like, obviously, like people that wear my clothes. You know, they may or may not be working, but like, you know, they most likely gonna be going out or something. Right. So, you know, I can make these slim. You know, and yeah. they'll be all right. So when you saying that, like, like you know that most people wear them to like look good. Do do you see yourself ever maybe venturing into maybe making work clothes? Um yeah. Um so that's another like place where I get inspiration from is like um, hardware stores. Like they got nice like clothes. Uniforms. If they was just like cut better, <laughs> it'd be hard. Like I got this idea for like a car hard jacket. You know, making it like crop though, not crop like a woman, but just shorter length. Yeah. You know, I like I like I like I like those like Carhartt jackets with the corduroy collar. You know, so. So you got some shit up your sleeve. So so worship, I'm gonna say worship is definitely a good hand. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, I got some. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play it around with ideas, but you know, ultimately when I sit down is when I'm gonna put it together. I normally start off with like a mood board. I take a bunch of pictures on, and you know I get a blank canvas on Photoshop, and I take a bunch of pictures and display them on there. That's how I, when I sweat when I start designing like that. Mm-hmm. All right, so before we get up out of here, man, I got fifteen questions that I'm gonna ask you real quick. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? Don't gotta put a whole lot of thought into them, but you you know. Definitely make sure you answer correctly. <laughs> so real quick, rapper fire, man. If you could trade lives with somebody, who would it be? Trade lives with somebody. So much as I hate to say this, because, you know, I really pride on being myself and just my life. I really love who I am. But um, if I had to choose, I would say um, who would I want, who position would I want to be in? Jay-Z? Uh, um, Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. Kanye or Pharrell. Ah. Because they tapped into like the two industries that I, you know, care about a lot, music and fashion. Okay. Okay. You if know, that makes sense. If you yeah. had three wishes, what would they be? Three wishes would be to um live forever. It'll also be to, you know, bring back the people who I lost who I really care about. And the third wish would be to, for everybody to like get along, like you know, just in all aspects, but you know, like working wise, you know, no more violence, like world peace, world peace, all of that. Like, I can dig it. So that's yeah. a good pageant answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fubu or Rockaware? A Rockaware. Clothes or shoes? Clothes. Money or free time? Um. Money. What's your worst habit? Um, procrastination and shortcuts. 
taking shortcuts. When Pay for it in the end for sure. I'm learning that. Every time. Yeah. When do you feel most in control? Most in control. I feel most in control when I'm prepared. When I didn't did my homework, you know, preparing for a moment, I be having the most confidence, you know. Like take a take a take a will do a willy while you, you know, in the league. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite song right now? My favorite song right now, it changes. Um, about a about a week right now, I've been listening to. Um, Right now, I've been listening to this Future and Hot Boy record. It's called Nobody Else. That's hard. Okay. And I, I just found that song like two days ago. I, ain't even heard it. I was going to say, I ain't even heard it. I got to yeah. add that to the list. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that one tough. It came out about like 10 months ago, but I just discovered it on my title app. Favorite memory from high school and subject? Um, My favorite memory from high school was... Um, I took a shot at football my sophomore year. I played it, and um, you know, yeah. But you made the football team in high school. You ain't, you ain't, you know, you just was on the team. Like you ain't had to try out. Okay. But you All know, right. the the coaches was impressed with me though. You know, they I remember vividly like they put me at DN one game. I went crazy. Okay. okay. You know, it was a, it was a B game though. It wasn't, you know. But I, I got you. You, you know, you I got your about, shine on. Yeah, I had about four fast sacks. You know, <laughs> you did the thing. that was due to the fact of me being like I was a DN, but I was you know I was small. I ain't typical DN. I ain't no big guy, so yeah. I was able to get back up quick. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know, they taught me some little techniques. Yeah, I was decent. But yeah, I, I would say it's football because like you know I was able to see my boy Capri. Like shout out him. He eventually went to the NFL. You know, just seeing him work. Capri who? Capri Bibbs. You played on the team with him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, was, right. he was a running back. You feel me? He, you know, got the NCAA record, most touchdowns in the season, Division One, And he eventually went playing for the Broncos, won a Super Bowl. That's what's up. Right. Uh, but, yeah, just watching him, like, go, like, just outweigh his competition. Like, it was no, it was no match. Yeah. It was, man, it was crazy seeing that in person. Favorite subject in school? Um, I ain't had one honestly. Like, it all hit. I ain't, I ain't really kept for nothing on foot. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It was just matter of getting home, man. Gym. So you ain't even like gym. That was. That, that, yeah. Not that you said. That was. It was. It was my favorite. I would say choosing. You know. Sex yeah. ed. You ain't like sex ed. What the fuck? <laughs> no, we ain't had it. What? No, it was a, it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a subject with, yeah, it was a, it was a chapter within our health class, but. That was part know. of gym though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all yeah. collect together. Like driver's right. head and yeah, shit. Right, yeah, right, like yeah, driver's yeah, head yeah. type shit, right. But yeah, um, nah, yeah, gym, I would say, you know, me and my brother was, was in the same gym class one time. That was, that was interesting. <laughs> we had like the same, like literally the same class, same teacher. Like hooping with him. I'm gonna say that's all we did. Right. Yeah. Text or FaceTime? Um, FaceTime, texting. Get yeah, you ain't gonna get no text back from me <laughs> later. <laughs> but I just got so many text messages. Like yeah, I be like my phone. I got I be having like 400 unread texts. But yeah, you gotta FaceTime. You gotta call me. Get 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 up with me. 
That's good to know. I'm gonna say that's yeah. real. Definitely good to know. But you know y'all, like you know. Right, I ain't had no problem get the text back, Jack. Yeah, I appreciate you know. that. Stop now I feel special. Stop telling <laughs> look, my boy. Look, look, look. I feel special now. Oh yeah, I gotta take care of the fam. My man, <laughs> how do you want to be remembered? Um, I want to be remembered as somebody that you know, um, as a as a creative, like an innovator. You know, somebody that like, you know, somebody that like, you know, was like an underdog, but like made it, you know, I say underdog, I mean like, you know, I didn't really know my path when I was younger, you know, but I had the, you know, the determination to know that I was going to do something special, you know, but just like for the people who like, you know, it's like, not doing great at school, not gifted athletically, or nothing like that. You know, you just a creator. You like being on a computer. Yeah. You know, like some of the people I like, you know, really do it for. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like just because you're not getting praise from your parents for not getting good grades or not getting praise from your peers for being the most gifted athlete, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of like in the shadows, like, damn, like, man. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's like now, I'm getting that praise now, but back then, people ain't really, you know, know what I was going to like do. Like Mike Jones type shit. You feel me? Okay, so, I can dig it. Just like, shout out all the creatives out there, just people in general. You know, it ain't never too late to find your lane or make a name, you Absolutely. know, make moves for yourself. Like, Don't let other people, you know, determine, in society, determine like what you're going to do. It's ultimately up to you. To choose your path and what you're gonna do. Yeah. Last question: If you had the world's attention for thirty seconds, what would you say? I would say, you know, let's all come together and, you know, let's not be separated with politics, the media, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, because, yeah, we let those things get in between our true relationships. You know what I'm saying? You know, an experience with that is like, I remember playing football, and um, you know, um, of course, you know, it's a lot of black kids, white kids on the team, and uh, you know, most of us like came, most of the black kids came from like urban cities. Our parents moved us out there, so like you know, and it's, for them, they grew up in the suburbs, right. so like they, you know, they we all kind of had experience with only our kind of people. So that was like a social experiment where like we all came together and you know, I remember one of the white dudes coming up to me like, Damn, y'all actually y'all cool as hell. You feel me? So and that that just lets me know like, you know, because I would say that they depiction of us was based on like what they saw on T V. Right. Rap music and all that. So when they got like a first hand experience with us, they man, these guys cool as hell. You know, we funny laughing together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that lets me know that, you know, that could be the same case, you know, for, you know, the world in general. Like, let's just come together talking. Let's not be, you know, led by TV and media and that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're doing with worship, right? Blending the different worlds, the different generations yeah. and all of that. Yeah, I'm big on that. Like, my photo shoots, you know, you know, I try to get, you know, different races and, Got women, man, 
you know, all that. So, yeah. Gotta get you some old folks in there too. I told you that. Uh, you know, I'll work something out. <laughs> My man. You know. Man, appreciate you stopping through, dog. Definitely yeah. been loved. Appreciate man. y'all having me. For sure, for sure. Man, that's the Javante dog, owner and founder of Worship Nine Five. Y'all keep up with the, with the boy at Worship Nine Five on IG, and y'all keep up with the Educated Dubbies on IG too at Educated Dubbies Podcast. We'll be right back next week. See y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Damn. Damn.